0: You're traveling through another Mystic Michaela podcast. A podcast not only of mediumship and aura colors, but of Scott's humor. A journey into the empathic land whose boundaries are that of imagination. That's the download. Up ahead, your next stop, the Know Your Aura Astral Sex Edition.
1: Whoa. Welcome to Know Your Aura with Mystic Michaela. And yes, this is the Astral Sex Edition. If you have children... Who you normally, you know, so many of our listeners watch or sorry listen to this podcast with their kids might not be the podcast for them today because we're talking about astral sex, man. That's what we're yeah. doing. Yeah. So, so how this start, Scott?
0: Well, first of all, before we actually get into it, yeah. I, I do want to thank uh, Rod Serling for doing yes. the opening. Yes, that was uh, nice of
1: him to come back from the dead. Yes, possibly? he did. Yes, yeah, he died in
0: 1975, uh, the year I was born, oh. maybe. That's me.
1: Oh.
0: Um, so anyway, yes, I want to thank him. He said he would only do it for one episode. Great. Next episode, we go back to our original format. Yes. Uh, but I want to thank him. Uh, anyway, so I was, I was watching the news the other day. Yeah. Okay. And, you know, I figured, you know, just typical news. But on uh, the news, there was this woman,
1: mm-hmm. I
0: think she's a doctor. Right. Who was proclaiming uh, something about astral sex. Right. With like demons and all these things. Yeah. Yeah. So as soon as I saw it, you know, it brought me back to that episode that you did right. on Astral Travel.
1: Yes, episode 12.
0: Now, unfortunately, I never listened to the episode on Astral Travel. That's nice of you. Yeah, I should have probably listened to it. <laughs> but I saw the word Astral, and I'm like, wait a second. Isn't that something that, you know, Miss Michaela in the Spiritual Family the way she family says loves. it,
1: too. She's like, Astral Sex. Like it's, <laughs> like, it's like, I'm watching CNN, and someone's like, Astral Sex. And I'm like, what is happening in 2020? Yeah. It's making it to CNN. Right. Astral Sex.
0: That's crazy. <laughs> So I figured, well, what better? Who else would know better about this than the group? So yes. I put it on the Mystic yes. Michaela Spiritual Family Facebook group, and I got all these crazy responses right after yeah. right You know, who's going to know? Crazy about this.
1: responses from normal people. Yes.
0: So I had no idea what it was. Yeah. And I took. We took a poll. We did. Our admin took a poll. Yeah. Liana took a poll. Yep. And it came out that you're not. This number is going to blow your mind. It is higher than the amount of people. In uh, Iceland that believe in fairies and elves, okay. 46% yes. of the mystic Michaela spiritual family on Facebook has had astral sex, 46%. Yeah.
1: Right. I am, not in, I am not in that number. That's a big, so you're, you have no idea what this is.
0: I have no idea what this is.
1: And we, we're actually, I'm going to do a little talk on it. And okay. then we actually have a Mystic Michaela, spiritual family member oh. coming on to share a very just, like, I don't know, like uh, passionate astral oh. sex experience. It's a, it's very rated MA. Wow. So stay tuned for that. That's at the end of the episode. I mean, I have a feeling,
0: on? you know, we've been, I've been, you know, you know, I've been on a quest to get more guy listeners.
1: Yeah. Oh. I think,
0: and I am pretty much the founder of Strip Podcast. <laughs> Uh, this might be the episode where you really combine the two, right? You combine the strip con cast with, you know, the Jumanji being the keyword yeah. and with this astral sex person that's coming on. Well,
1: you have a theory that people can't get out for actual sex,
0: right? Cause it's a pandemic. So, so, it so could astral
1: be. sex is a safe sex alternative. It, you told well, me.
0: we got to find out if it's safe.
1: Right. Okay. Yeah.
0: So maybe maybe what we should do first is like rehash what astral travel is and all that. Yes, let's what is astral travel?
1: What are we even talking about? Yeah,
0: and we'll get into it.
1: Let's do that. So I have talked about astral travel before. If you want to check out more of a deep dive on it, it's episode twelve. But I wanted to do a mini revisitation of it for today's episode, because if you want to know what astral sex is, you have to know what astral projection is first. Another name for this occurrence would be an out-of-body experience. And we have heard about these maybe more frequently. For example, people who have a near-death experience often report floating above the room or a place where things are happening to them and watching their body from above. And they report all sorts of things that they couldn't know unless they were awake and conscious and seeing it, but it's not an uncommon thing that people report. Astral projection is an out-of-body experience, but it's not as traumatic, and it's something actually many people experience often in their lives. It's the experience where the astral body leaves the physical body and can journey on other planes of existence. All right, I know that sounds a little nutty, but it's like when you have a dream and it feels more than a dream. That's what you feel before you know what it's called. In this state, you can visit people anywhere, but they are in their higher self form, meaning it's more of an actual representation of who they are. It's their pure selves. You can have conversations with them, which are very honest, which can bring closure or which can just bring a feeling of joy or happiness or connection Sometimes you can have these experiences and meet those who have crossed over, too. That's another way you can astral travel. You can have um, experiences with loved ones from the other side. Because on certain planes of existence, you can meet up with the other side, like a neutral ground, so to speak. So it's not the other side that you're going to. It's more of a place where they can come and you can go. And it's for visitation purposes. These experiences will often feel very real and can leave you for days after, for years after, feeling like they were significant, like they were real, like it was more than a dream. I hear all the time people having experiences with their twin flames and astral projection experiences, where they will have talks with these relationships from the past, and sometimes they get closure, and sometimes they just have this feeling of togetherness. And a big question, this is a big question, does the other person who you are interacting with remember? Well, not always. Not all it's true. They don't usually. And one of the ways you can check to see if it was real is in your astral travel, simply ask them to give you a sign later that this was this was real or that they on some level recognize that this happened. This works better, and I promise you if you practice the astral traveling enough, um because in an astral travel you actually have more control than in a dream. So you're like lucid dreaming that's when you are, okay, I feel like I'm in a dream. I'm aware that I'm, you can have lucid dreaming, which is a little different. So that's like when you're dreaming and you know, it's a dream. So you're in a dream and you're like, I think this is a dream. But then astral traveling is the next step where you have awareness. I think I'm astral traveling. I know I'm astral traveling. Okay. And this is an actual experience out of your body. And you can put something in the conversation, which you can see for yourself later. For example, Let's say you have an astral visitation with someone from your past who you don't talk to anymore. And the next day they'll like a photo on social media or they'll text you out of the blue or suddenly you'll see a photo of them pop up in a place you didn't see before or you hear your song on the radio and the song is unique and like 10 years old and there's no reason they'd be playing it. Or maybe a mutual friend brings up this person's name. There's little things that can give you the confirmation that this was more than a one-sided dream. So you have to acknowledge you want astral travel to get better at it. And once you get better at it, it's like a muscle, you know, like anything, the more you use it, the the more you can do with it and the stronger you get. So it is something to be worked on. The thing with astral projection is that you have to want it to happen in order to remember it happening and also to make the most of it. We all astral travel, all of us. It's just really easy to forget about it especially if you're kind of turned off to the idea of it or you're not open to it or whatever. Your ego is an amazing tool that our human bodies have to make everything feel unmagical and normal. So it's very easy to go into a place where like you dismiss something and then, you know, after a while, spirit stops giving you messages about it because you're not going to receive it anyways. So therefore, the more you ask your guides, your spirit guides to help you with it, the more you'll remember. And the more you'll control the, the experience. From a child, we do this. And as kids, we are so naturally good at it. It's very natural to astral travel. I personally specifically remember amazing astral travel experiences from my childhood. And now I have my five-year-old telling me that when she's sleeping, she flies around the house at night looking for all of us. And I just smile and I say, that's great because what's the harm really? I mean, she feels that's really happening. And honestly, I feel like she's astral traveling too. I believe it, but there's no harm. You don't have to shut it down. Like when a kid tells you that, just be like, oh, that's cool. That's it. Just, oh, okay. Interesting. A very common early astral travel experience is just to fly like down the stairs of your house into the kitchen. Or, go, or even like you might have astral experiences to the bathroom or to your parents' room. It shows great mastery, actually, of the ability. Because honestly, the less you question it, the easier it is to do it. That's why kids are so good at it. Our own mind can get in the way because we get nervous to leave the physical body to just float into the astral one. But honestly, it is very natural to do it. And spirit will work with you a lot when you astral travel. So it can be very intense. It's an easier and more open space when you astral travel to receive the stuff you need to hear because your ego isn't as activated. The only thing that disrupts the astral experience is the ego because it doesn't like to be out of the picture. So this is why when you start astral traveling, it can be very stressful. So here are some signs that you're astral traveling. For example, you may get sudden jolts, which when you wake up, you are... Like, it, they wake you up when you're sleeping. That's when your astral and your physical body are trying to disconnect or reconnect. It can feel like a wave of adrenaline or just like, oh, like panic, like that. Or if you ever fall asleep and then you feel like you're falling back down, I don't, if you ever have that, like it usually happens like, or you like jump or you shake, right? And it usually happens like because your astral body left before you were fully asleep. By the way, side note, for the greens and the reds and the yellows and those who are a little bit more scientifically minded i get that all this stuff can be explained with sleep cycle i get it i do but the experiences that happen in an astral travel experience they're they're very meaningful and fundamental for your progression so i often say what's the harm in just thinking okay Maybe it is my sleep cycle and something else too. Maybe spirit works with your sleep cycle. Why not, right? That's my attitude towards these things. I believe in the science, and then I also believe in magic or some things we don't know yet. And that's what you kind of got to go with with the astral travel thing. Okay, so we got the sudden jolts where, and that's when your astral and your physical body like blam back into each other. It's stressful. You can oftentimes also, oh, this is another one, a vibration in your body, like you feel things moving around you. You can feel like the bed moving around you. Uh, it can be a little nerve wracking. Uh, you can feel your body vibrating sometimes. By the way, a lot of this is easiest when you're sleeping. Although some, some people do say they can master it from meditation. But anyways, you'll feel movements around you. And sometimes you can feel even a levitation from your body when it's happening. There is oftentimes also a change in body temperature. You'll feel very sweaty. You'll wake up in a drenched sweat and you can become very thirsty. And people sometimes need to sleep with a glass of water near their bed. They wake up completely dehydrated from the temperature change, which happens when they astral travel. These are signs. If you're waking up sweaty or waking up, um, you know, you need water, you're having jolts, there's like panic, all that kind of stuff. It can be symptoms of astral travel. It can be symptoms of other things too, like if you have a panic condition or things like that, but... Over the years, this is what I've found. Hearing different sounds, like someone whispering in your ear. Like, that's happened to me. And I've had many people tell me that's happened to them. Or you hear a group of people talking about you, like you aren't even there. Okay, those are your guides talking about you, but you can hear that. You can hear nature sounds sometimes or pulsating vibrational sounds that other people can't hear. As you shift into your astral body, this is what's happening. Your senses work differently differently. You don't see with your physical eyes. You see with your third eye. And you don't smell or hear the same. You feel it rather than sense it. Now, this brings me to the astral sex. If you're astral traveling, you can also have astral interactions with people. And some of them are sexual. The experience are often not just physical feeling, though. They're whole body encompassing. Like you're becoming one with the other person's energy, not just taking pleasure from one another. You're becoming a part of them. It's a merging of energy. And therefore, sex on the astral plane can be extremely powerful and very emotional. And it can feel almost like like earth, earth changing in a way. Like you wake up, you're very affected. Because it's not like sex on this plane. It's very much... It feels almost like your whole self was involved, your spiritual, your mental, emotional, even your physical body, everything. Um, So yeah, that's what, and, and I often, a lot of people are visiting exes and visiting their twin flames, and this is happening. And it's something that, you know, yeah, you sound crazy talking about, but man, I hear it a lot. Other signs. You can have an increased heartbeat. You may notice a feeling of stress and anxiety and even panic when you jolt awake or even during the astral traveling transitions. This is the body, the ego, the human self reacting to the stress of leaving the physical body and leaving that ego behind, floating, weightlessness, lightness. It's all part of it, a feeling over you of just not being constrained by gravity. And your ego, your human body can get stressed out by it. And one of the ones which I feel many people have but don't talk about are the visual hallucinations right before astral traveling happens. It's like watching movies in your head, ones where you can actually see them but they make no sense, people's faces, scenes from afar. They can look like pictures or actual moving pictures. Your brain is getting ready to connect and it's bursting with the visions the third eye is downloading on it. So if you see icy faces, like all sorts of things, moving pictures, that's a thing. Sleep paralysis is another sign. You're awake, but you can't move, or you want to scream, but nothing comes out. You feel as though you're running through mud. All of these things have to do with your mind giving up its power to the astral force. The newbies, the new people have the most fear with this. If you can get over that hurdle, you can go into the astral body and feel weightless and free and get the most from it. So if you want astral travel, it is a great experience. It is scary at first. (laughs) It's something you have to kind of throw your hands up in the air and give away the control to. You just have to know over time it gets easier and you can work on yourself so much while doing it. I've had so many crazy experiences with astral traveling and I always ask for confirmation and in some way or other, I always get it. Like when I astral traveled to a friend I haven't spoken to in like 15 years and the next day he randomly sent me a Facebook message just asking how I was out of the blue. I mean, I was like, wow, that's crazy. Like, obviously, his higher self in some way made him do that, you know. Um, Or when I astral traveled to a restaurant one night and saw a friend talking to a bunch of women about me. And the next day, I saw a photo of him with all these women. I didn't know he was going out. I didn't know he had plans that night. I haven't even talked to him in a while. Or, for example, when... My kids were sleeping over at my in-laws once and I astral traveled to their home and I saw my eldest didn't have a blanket on her. She had kicked it off and I felt myself trying to pull it up over her, but I couldn't because listen, you can't interact with the physical world when you astral travel. And as we talk about astral sex, that's a whole other topic, which is just a natural progression of things and hopefully makes more sense now that you have a bit of context about what astral projection or out of body experiences are. cautionary tales, I do feel like there are negative energies in all the realms. And just like there's negativity around us with people and environments and situations in all the realms there are too. Therefore I am super duper big on personal responsibility before I do anything. Even before I go to bed at night, I call in God's light, whatever you want to call it, you call it that. Okay. I call it God's light. I do not welcome anything that is not of his light. And I'm strong and I'm firm about that. And I trust my guides will protect me. However you want to say it, say it. And the more adamant you are about that, the better it is. During any out-of-body experience, you are working with your angels and your guides. But if it gets too intense, you have to call in your guardian angels to protect you. I, for example, will end up doing readings in my sleep and they do not stop. It's like one person after another lined up for a reading and I don't know them. I get drained when this happens, but it happens when I'm not doing enough self care. I have to take personal responsibility, stop myself in my life, and get real with how I am not taking care of my own boundaries in all areas of my life, my spiritual boundaries too. That's on me. And I ask my guides to help me with that. But just as in the physical world, some people don't have boundaries. In the spiritual world, it's the same. And and that's when negative stuff can happen. So it's just important to tell energies we do not like to back off so that the good energies can work with us. And the healthier you are and the better you treat yourself, the better experiences you'll have in spiritual work. I do like to make the paranormal normal here. It's my thing. So when I talk about something like astral traveling, there are good ways to do it, and then there are ways that aren't good for you to do it. Anything that makes you feel drained or not good or sad or energetically zapped in a bad way, not good. And making sure you are taking care of yourself and asking for protection and asking to travel for your own highest good are very important priorities to have before the traveling begins. Hey, Scotty.
0: Okay. So what do
1: you think about that? You hear me talk about this all the time, by the way.
0: Okay. Yes, I do.
1: Okay. Yes.
0: Now here's the thing. I've, been, you know, I'm a believer now in the UFOs. Yes. I believe in past lives. You've come a long way. Your mom was Anne Frank in a, in a past <laughs> life and Lady Godiva. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's so many things, you know, all the colors, or color, every, everything, you know, I, I believe in all that stuff.
1: We've now. asked a lot of you.
0: Yes, being a red blue. Yes. But I think this astral sex <laughs> is where I draw the line. And I don't really think I believe in it. And um, I, well, here's the first thing. Okay. When I go to bed at night, and we've, we've talked about this on the podcast before, yeah. like if it's, you know, I go to bed, let's say 11.30, 12 o'clock at night. As soon as I hit the pillow, within like 30 seconds, I fall asleep. Yeah. Yeah. And most of the time, except for last night, which I have to tell you. Oh, my God. Uh, most of the time, I wake up, it's, eight, you know, 7.30 in the morning, or if Abby wakes me up, and that's it. Yeah. I don't remember dreams. I know. I don't remember any astral sex with anybody.
1: Yeah.
0: I feel that I'm definitely an astral sex virgin. <laughs> um, and you are too, correct?
1: No, Scott, I've told you that what? I'm not. What do you mean? So, you know, that's not nice that you don't remember, but we have astral sex together. <laughs> All the time. And that's so mean. Are you? But I've told you, like, I woke. Okay, we wake up sometimes. I'm like, Sky, you were so sweet to me last night. And you just don't even know what happened.
0: Oh, oh, hold on. Jenny, my assistant, could you give me a shot of that whiskey?
1: There's no Jenny.
0: (laughs) Please, give me a shot of that whiskey. Get your
1: imaginary assistant.
0: (laughs) No, No, she's right there. She astral, she astral to you. She astral to to you whiskey.
1: No, I told you I tell you this all the time. Okay. And then maybe you just so, think they're dreams, so, but they're not.
0: Wait, wait. So what, hold on a second.
1: So I just want you to know that I'm very faithful to you. That I'm wait. only astral sexing to you.
0: Step back one time. Yes. One second. Wait. So you're telling me we've <laughs> astral sexed? Yes. I don't know about it. You, ha, did you, think, have you like Astral you raped
1: me? No, Scott, it's consensual. I, I never consented. You did. Your higher self is super into me.
0: I mean, I <laughs> I think, you know, I know when I go to bed at night, you watch Dr. Pole.
1: I love, I Maybe love Dr. Maybe you're astral sexing, Dr. astral
0: sexing with Dr. Pole. I am not astral
1: sexing with Dr. Pole. Do you want to
0: be confused with Dr. Pole? Listen. Dr. Pole. Uh,
1: no, listen. Uh, yes. Yeah this is what happens <laughs> okay. okay this is like this is what happens to us <laughs> okay. at night right. and we have lovely times together and it's very right. romantic
0: okay now so, here now i want you to be honest don't with ruin it for me fine. because
1: like this is the only time we get out just the two of us like on romantic I, getaways so on like, the astral plane we, like
0: where do we go like bora bora it's like,
1: no it's like the astral plane sometimes we're on an island and it's like nobody's there okay you know as long like as it's that not that epstein island No, it is. Thank
0: God. Okay, I don't. I don't want to be going there. Very
1: lovely, wonderful experiences. All right, I don't
0: want to be going there. My, you're welcome.
1: By the way, that you're my astral sex visitation. Now
0: you can be honest with this. Yeah. And for our listeners, you be honest, and I won't. My feelings will not be hurt. Mm -hmm. Have you ever astraled sex with anyone other than me or Dr. Paul?
1: Okay, so I've never astral sexed with Dr. Paul. Okay, but I, I am. Quarantine obsessed with the incredible Dr. Paul. Okay, okay. like okay. I, it, it gets, okay. Let's get it out there for whatever okay. reason. Okay. I like that show. It's my wholesome escape. Fine. Okay, back to you.
0: Fine. So me yes,
1: once. Okay, so once okay. I did have. Okay, so this is my story. All right, here we go. Fine. I had astral sex with somebody. But I'm telling you, it was such. I feel like this person is a past life person. Who's <laughs> I know it sounds nuts. But I feel like he's still on the other side, okay. and I feel like I knew him in a past life. Actually, it's not I'm, Rod
0: Serling, is it?
1: <laughs> Who's that? No, toilet guy. I feel like in, we must have been married in another okay. life or something because it felt like that comfortable factor between the two of us. Okay, and I didn't know him, but I felt so sad. Like, oh yeah, you, I, I, I remember you. Okay, and we had this, like, but it was many, many years ago. But yeah, but it sticks with me because it was so. It was, it was very real and it felt very familiar. Like it was somebody who I knew and I loved but okay. didn't love now. And I knew right. that there was a difference between the two. I knew he was from another time and another version of myself. Okay,
0: Possibly Chris Farley?
1: No. Saturday Night Live? No. No,
0: okay. Now, I was talking with a couple people.
1: It's so nice to open up to you because yeah, like no. you just make fun of me. Yeah,
0: okay. Well, you just told me you astral sexed with some weirdo from... The, the Ming past, Dynasty or a past something. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now I have a few more questions. I was talking hey, to a couple of people yeah. about it, you know, because I was, you know, trying to like figure out what all this was out, so mm-hmm. what it was about, and you know, some people were saying that you could astral, and I hope this doesn't happen to us because I know okay. you have me off on these island getaways now, yeah, all the at time. night, but you could astrally get pregnant. I do not believe that. Okay, well, <laughs> some people do that. You could astrally get pregnant do you, is that a thing
1: well i mean here's the thing like i'm sure there's a lot of branches to this okay. i like to keep things pretty basic okay here and you do have to keep one foot in reality a little bit. Okay. Like I don't have an astral baby that I go visit <laughs> oh, at night and like take care of and all that. Okay. Now, have I been pregnant in astral travel uh, situations? Yeah, I have. Okay. You know, I have, but I I feel like these are just different experiences that have to do with my growth and development on the other side, all but right. I don't have like a baby over there that I'm raising, well, like, like another family. no, here's the good news like with that. Like astral family. There is good news like, with that. Yeah.
0: The person that told me this said if you ask the archangel Michael, yes. he can cut the tie and then the baby will disappear. Okay. But you will have wounds and then you have to uh, contact Arch- archangel uh, Raphael and he could s- seal the... Astral wounds.
1: Well, angels are often called in for healing purposes, and I do, you know. But I was raised—not everybody's raised Catholic, so it's kind of hard to like promote the saints and the angels yeah. to everybody. But Saint Michael is somebody I personally do call in a lot for protection. Everybody okay. can; he's available to everybody. It's just I—I I, I get what she's saying. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and and she was also saying that a man in the astral plane could transform into a woman.
1: Oh, that's happened to me too. Oh my God. Yeah.
0: With me. So I'm the woman and you're the man.
1: Yeah. Like we've switched roles.
0: So sometimes you are yep. putting your yep. daddy ding dong in my part. Yep. That's disgusting. That's
1: happened. Okay. That's not happening. Okay. I, I don't. Sometimes you're a sexy female.
0: Uh, I've already lost my sex symbol status last week when I told, told that one story, but
1: that's true. That's true you can play with genders on the other on the other plane because think about it when you're in your astral body you don't have physical parts anymore. Okay. So the feminine and the masculine right. have nothing to do with your astral body. That's a human identifier. So, so
0: you're saying sometimes Your
1: higher self is not gender. There is no gender to your higher self.
0: Sometimes at like 2:30 in the morning <laughs> I am astrally a woman. I got <laughs> boobs and everything. <laughs> Stop. And you're kind of doing it with me. It's
1: more about we're not separate entities. We're like two energies merging. And that's the thing. Like when you're on the other, when you're on another plane, you leave your physical body behind. You're more of your higher self. Your higher self does not have gender or race or any sort of identifying qualities that we think are so important on this planet. Does that make sense? That makes sense to you. I know it does.
0: Could I get disease? Like like can no. I get astral disease?
1: No. But can you I... can wake up feeling very toxic and drained if you've been okay. astral traveling. But with I can't the wrong catch like syphilis situation. No.
0: Okay. So like if the astral partner has gonorrhea, I can't get
1: that? No. Are you sure? Yeah, because there's no diseases when you're in your astral body, Scott. Huh. Diseases are a human condition. Okay. Of the oh. physical body. There's no physical body. So <laughs> So you can have like spiritual or energetic repercussions, but you can't have R- physical ones. Okay.
0: So yes, I I like That's where that lady was talking about the demons. So like I can do it with a demon. Here's
1: my thing with that. I am big on the personal responsibility part of this, where you have to take care of the energy you're playing with. Like, Don't go looking for stuff or open yourself up to stuff that's not good for you. Just like you shouldn't hang out with people that aren't good for you. You should make sure on the other side, you ask spirit to only surround you with energies that are good for you. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle
2: memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact.
0: Um, can, I, can I astral sex with someone who has passed?
1: Yeah, you can. I can. Well, yeah, that's... More of a visitation, okay. I would say. So if- I don't hear about that as much, okay. but I have heard of it. I have not done that myself, but I can see, I know people that have happened with them. Okay. Yes.
0: So I can. So if I want to go back and astral sex with Napoleon,
1: you, that's you a usually astral travel with people you've had an actual bond with. Okay. That's why when people say that they're astral traveling to like people that they don't know, or they don't have like... Like let's say I was like obsessed with Britney Spears. And I'm like, right. oh my God, I astral traveled to heart. Like that doesn't make sense because the other person has to have a bond with you. Their higher self wouldn't let you in.
0: What about if it's like your mom and she was Lady Godiva, could she then go back and kind of do it with Lady Godiva, which in essence would be doing it with herself?
1: You can slightly time travel when you okay. astral travel because right. it's on a different plane.
0: All right. Well... The Mystic Michaela spiritual family (laughs) also had, and like we said, 46% of them have had astral sex. Yeah. I apparently now, that's now that goes up. It's going to go to 46.2%. Well, you don't
1: remember it.
0: Because I have had it too. But what happened
1: last night? You said something happened last night. Well, last night. Because we talked about this. Yeah. I
0: I did wake up at like 2.30 in the morning. What happened? And I never, like I told you, I never wake up. Yes, that's weird. And I had felt that someone was trying to like- Unbutton my pants. Oh, come and, on, No, no, ser- seriously, seriously. Are you serious? Yeah. And it was like, but it, this is weird. It was like, a, it wasn't a human. Oh, was it? it? It could have been like one of those star seeds you guys talk about.
1: It's a little alien? Hopefully,
0: hopefully it was Ryan or something like that. <laughs> um, you know, maybe it was Megan Fox. I don't know. <laughs> um, but, you know, it, it looked more like an alien. Okay. Yeah. But, you know, I fell right back to bed. Nothing else happened. Okay. I'm calling it, you know, maybe I blocked it. An yeah. astral blank block. Okay. You know. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. And this, you know, after this episode's there, I'm, I'm worried now because Why? the Amish community in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, oh. they're going to be all over this. Yeah. They're going to be doing with this to me all night now. They're going
1: to be astral bugging. They're going to be astral- taking on astral buggy rides.
0: Now that they know that this could happen, <laughs> yeah. Jebediah and Amos and my friends, they have more access to you. I'm in trouble. Um, anyway, let me just read a few of these. Um, and see if this, like, if this makes any sense. Okay. Okay. So a lot of them are saying, like, I'm, I'm having a hard time here because a lot of them are saying, like, you know, they, they're doing it a lot with Matt Damon.
1: Yeah. They're doing
0: it a lot with, you, you know, Brad
1: Pitt. Right.
0: And those are not astral sex. Those are dreams, right?
1: Those are more dreams, like lucid dreams or things like that.
0: Okay. And then, like, some are, like, saying it's a lot of, like, like I'm with the person. Like I'm with my husband now. Yeah. Or boyfriend, whatever. And then they're doing it with their twin flame.
1: Yes. This, oh my God. All the and okay, time that? people. That's real? Yeah. I talked about that in my, in my speech yeah. before. Yeah. So twin flames are such a strong connection that it's very common because most of us who have had a twin flame relationship, we don't, we didn't have closure. So what you do is you can go back and you can talk to them, have conversations, just be held, just, I don't know, visit, just hash it out. And sometimes you can have an astral sex uh encounter with them okay it's very 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 common and it's actually most common with the twin flame relationships more than any anybody else although right. you can astral travel to friends or family or things yes that happens a lot too but the twin flame stuff that's where it gets very it's easiest for twin flames to do this
0: oh boy well let me read one of these okay. See you see we can make, make sense of this okay i've had sex in lucid and non-lucid dreams mm-hmm. very frequently I don't even know what that means to begin with.
1: She has a lot of sex dreams.
0: Okay. What's lucid versus non-lucid? Lucid
1: Lucid is when you know you're... Oh, you don't dream. I don't dream. If you've had a dream where you're like, I feel like I'm dreaming. Like that. That's a lucid dream. Different than astral travel. Okay. Yeah.
0: However, I'm a very vivid and active dreamer. Okay. Every single night, always intense. So I thought having sex with known people... Faces are always distorted or fuzzy, but I know who it is, so they don't see the face. But I've woken up having, like finishing, like an orgasm, when I've had sexy time (laughs) with either one, my man, or a spirit figure. Uh, I don't know what this all means. All I know is I feel really gifted and plagued with my dream ability. It's exhausting. So what is going on I have to
1: talk to her to be like, how real did that feel? Because, like, what it sounds like in the description – is more, it more sounds like, um, it more sounds like I would say she's a really vivid dreamer and that's different than an astral travel. There is a difference between the two. Okay. So dreaming is when, oh my gosh, I'm in the middle of it. It feels really real. You can even, your body can even, yeah, respond to it in the dream. Whereas an astral travel, it's more of a spiritual and you feel it, but it's more of a spiritual experience. And it's, it, it, I guess there is a distinction and that sounds more like a dream or like a lucid dream, like a very okay. vivid dream.
0: All right. Um, Mark wanted to know if the size of his thing could be larger in the astral sex. Yes. Okay. Mark, that's good to know. <laughs> um this is a latecomer. She came in late. She wanted okay. to know if we could get this story in, so I did. Okay. So we got it in. Oh, my God. I don't know if you can still use stories but about astral sex. I know you said we had one more hour to get them in, and I think it's been two. So sorry if it's kind of late. All right. Thanks for no, the Yeah, She's backstory. so
1: sweet. She must be like indigo or blue.
0: But my experiences,
1: <laughs> yeah, She's like apologizing yeah, a lot. Yeah, definitely yeah. indigo.
0: But my experiences are crazy. So I think it was my twin flame died three years ago.
1: Mm. He
0: comes to see me in my dreams often, and sometimes they are sex dreams. I'm totally happily married, and I almost feel violated in the morning. Mm. I feel like I've cheated on my husband.
1: Yeah. Well, you didn't cheat.
0: Did she cheat or not cheat?
1: You didn't cheat. The problem with the twin flame thing is... It's so strong and sometimes it is unwelcome and they can be very persistent even that one's past which is sad but there could be a part of you that feels guilty or you don't want to say no more. You can cut a cord. You can cut a tie. You can ask your guides or angels or whatever you want to call them to come in and say like I am done uh, astral traveling to this person. Please put up a wall maybe in the next lifetime or whatever. So it sounds like that's something she needs to do cuz she you should never feel violated. Um in in any situation ever, even in your astral situations. Uh, But yeah, that sounds like she needs to probably put up some sort of cord cutting or put to bed something there, have her own closure so that doesn't happen anymore. But I believe that's happening to her for Uh, sure.
0: Another person wrote, she could be doing normal things. Mm -hmm. She could be like sitting on the couch, watering the plants, walking around her apartment. But at the same time, she feels something happening to her Yeah. like a pleasurable experience oh. from another another realm okay and usually it's happening with an ex
1: i think that's interesting that she's talking about it that it's happening when she does kind of meditative chores i don't well like cleaning or wa- walking or watering yeah well plants. she's could kind be of just
0: sitting on the couch or just sitting on the couch or zoning
1: out so i said this in my speech some people can Uh, astral travel when they're just quiet or meditating or they just date. It's like, you think it's daydreaming, but it's more intense and it is possible. Some people just have like little slippery astral bodies and they're easier to get out and go do things. I hear this with a lot with kids, kids will zone out and then come back and tell you where they just were. And you're just like, you weren't sleeping. You were just staring at the window or whatever. Like, what did you just do? So that just sounds like she never lost that ability. And it tends that she's going to X. that's the thing. Like, you always go back to the X's because you didn't have closure. Right. And it's something where, like, there's a part of you that's just like, ah, oh, there's, like, unrequited this or that or unsaid things. So your astral body's curious. Yeah. And it wants to go over there. Because you usually have, like, a soul contract situation with an X or a twin flame or or anybody. And your soul contract wants to be like, hey, Let's just figure, like, let's just get a closing statement on whatever this just was, or clean up what I was supposed to learn. So it's that's what your astral body does. It it will try to pick up pieces of the lessons and bring them back to the relevancy in your own life. By the way, this stuff can get way more active around a full moon and a new moon. So notice the moon cycles uh, when you're, and and you will feel like you're sleeping like crap too when it happens. Like you wait, you slept all night, but you wake up exhausted. It's another way to know.
0: I mean, I mean, here's the thing. I mean, there's a lot of upside to this because yeah. you know, one, like I said earlier, we're in the pandemic. You keep, yeah. People aren't getting out much. Yeah. You can't possibly, you know, you can't possibly. But most likely, you're not going to get pregnant. You can't get a disease. I mean, this is very safe you're for the most a part, unless benefits. you find like one of these weird demon things.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, all right, let's do a couple more. Okay. We, we do have a person, like we said earlier. Her, we're going to just go with the letter J for her name. Yes. Uh, she's from Belgium. Um, she's not but, no she's not you know, but we're trying to hide her identity. she's anonymous yeah
1: it's a and honestly when you hear her story you'll be like yeah that's why you're anonymous we get it yeah but she's totally normal person
0: full-time yeah, job yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah she yeah, is yeah. normal sky uh, yeah, yeah. Well, well, right right um i mean right now it was weird because she's actually practicing on our couch so i don't know why she would actually. be doing that in front of us and it and seems very Fun, actually. So okay. she's having a good time. Um <laughs> Let me just do this other person, okay. our name. Um, another twin flame one. Uh, this recently happened with my twin flame. It felt so incredibly real. I haven't talked to him in years, but in the month, month or two before, both he and his wife were on social media stalking me. Ooh. And he was on my – his wife too, I guess. Ooh. And he was on my mind Ooh. often. Yeah. Since – that when they were checking her out, they had yeah. the astral travel sex.
1: Oh,
0: she didn't. Now, once they had, she did it. It was over with. She doesn't really think about him too much. Uh, she said it's almost like she needed it to happen to break the bond. Yeah, maybe she called on like Ralph, Raphael and stuff, and she just can't believe she's even posting this.
1: But I know that's the thing. Like with these with these things, it's like yes, you sound cr- yes, it I mean, sounds nuts. But I mean, but it's like, so real feeling, right?
0: Is this like, but it's kind of, I mean, that's really weird to me. Like,
1: here's my thought about, am I crazy or not? This is, and I've said this to a couple of people, like, and you've heard me, this is my theory on this. If you're wondering if you're crazy, you're not crazy. Cause crazy people don't wonder if they're crazy. So if you're sitting there and you're like, is this crazy? Like, am I nuts? Like, did this happen? Right there. You're not, <laughs> you know, like something, just take it for what it is. You don't always have to understand everything. That's happening, or the reasons, or the logic, or how, or the mechanics, or the physics. (laughs) But you can be like, but what, what, let's take, let's keep, take it back home. I say, what does this mean to me? What feelings did this open up in me? And how can I use this to reflect on what's going on in my personal life right now? That's, that's what the point is. Because we can get really wrapped up in like, did I cheat? Or what does this mean? Or, you know, am I being violated? Or it's like, hey, wait a second, let's just take it home. What, what's going on with me right now? I think that's the lesson you can take from it so that it's helpful. But yeah, astral I, sex. It's happening, Scott.
0: I, I don't know. Um, all right. Well, Jay's over there. Well, let's yep. get her a towel. Get her a glass of water. Yeah, She's, she's going to need it. She's got to answer. First of all, she's got to answer my five questions to see if she's uh, of sound mind and body. Yes. We'll do the interview, let's go get her.
1: Let's get her. So we are here with jay and she is a mystic Michaela spiritual family member and she is coming on to bravely share her really like hot (laughs) astral sex stories oh my god so you you have to make sure she's of sound mind and body yes as as amanda who
0: barely passed the test i don't even know if she passed last week our purple bomb our purple bomber yeah uh you now (laughs) have to pass the of if you're of sound mind and body are you willing first of all to take the test
2: Yes, and hi guys. Hi Hi, Jay. Thank you so much.
0: (laughs) Okay. She's coming all the way from Belgium.
2: Yeah. I have the Belgium accent, right? Yes.
0: Or South Africa, (laughs) somewhere like that. All right. So here's your somewhere far away. Yes. (laughs) Here is your first question. Would you attend a Miley Cyrus concert?
2: Hmm. Well I haven't, but I probably would.
0: You would. Okay, yeah. all right. Does
2: that, make, does that make me crazy?
0: No, no. It, look, look. I, I might, <laughs> at the end of the test, I'll tell you if you pass. Okay.
2: Okay, okay. Right,
0: yeah, yeah. I, I take notes. All right, number two. Can you remember these five words? Okay, so I'm going to give you five words to see if you can remember them. Okay. Okay. R- Red Jasper, Amish, mm-hmm. Jumanji, UFO, and narcissist.
2: Okay, so Red Jasper, Amish... UFO, Narcissist, and Jumanji.
0: Okay, you're not allowed to write them down. She did.
2: She wrote them down. (laughs) I I was like, I'm going to nail it by cheating. But she came all prepared. All right, all
0: right, all right. (laughs) Cross cross that off. Cross cross that off.
2: saw me looking to the right. All right. That
0: that question is disqualification. All right, number three.
2: Okay. Oh, you (laughs) ask her if she knows
1: her aura.
0: Oh, yeah. That'll be the last one. Okay, yeah. Well, right I'm now not, I would say it's yellow because she wrote it down, but I know she's not oh, yellow.
2: Okay. No, uh, do just you yellow thi- tendencies.
0: Yes. Do you think Keanu Reeves is attractive? Yes. Okay, good.
2: Definitely. Good,
0: good answer. Mm-hmm. Did Carrie Underwood win American Idol? I know you're from Belgium.
2: Um, I don't think she, I think she was in the running, but I don't know if she won or not. Yeah, I don't right. really answer either. She didn't won.
0: win. Oh, okay. All right. She did Taylor
2: win. Hicks won. Her. Okay,
0: yeah. Taylor Hicks won? Yeah,
2: I think that's the season Taylor okay. Hicks won. Even though she was like more successful than the winner. Oh, though. yeah. Oh, okay. That season,
0: yeah. No, it wasn't Taylor Hicks.
2: Wasn't
0: it? I don't know. All right. <laughs> We're scratching that question, too. Number the last question, other than your oral question, which we'll ask What is your favorite holiday?
2: Um, Christmas.
0: Christmas. Not Boxing Day? She's from Belgium. No. Oh, right. You're from Belgium.
2: <laughs> I, and do
0: you know your aura colors?
2: Yes. I am purple with blue.
0: All right. I think I think she passes. It's 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 close, but I think she passes.
2: So, Jay
1: is somebody who, I mean, I, I just feel the need to establish this. She's like a normal person with like a full-time job, and she interacts with people regularly. Okay. <laughs> and she's like, <laughs> like you, know, you know what I mean? Like, she's... No, like you'd never look at her and be like, "Oh, this chick has some astral sex stories," you know.
0: But right. she yeah. does,
1: and I think that's like the big thing people have misconceptions that, like, if you have astral sex stories, you're cuckoo, crazy, or whatever. I, I mean, yeah. I'm still,
0: I mean, I'm starting. You still think that we are? I'm starting to believe <laughs> a little bit more after your talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not there yeah. yet, but let's see. Maybe she can make me a believer, okay. and maybe she'll tell us one of her stories.
2: Okay.
1: So go ahead, Jess. What, what story do you have?
2: Okay. Well, first off, I want to say that I know it sounds crazy because I remember a few years ago, I saw on like a talk show where it said, woman has sex with 20 ghosts and has a spirit husband. And I thought that was like insane until it started something like that started to happen to me. And Whoa. then it just shows you can't judge things <laughs> because it's going to come back and bite you in the butt. It's right. true. So. So, okay, so I have, like, a number of them, right? So they've kind of started in the last few years. I'm not sure if it's because I've been in, like, a dry spell or what, but um, even I don't even put them fully, like, in my journal because I'm, like, embarrassed and afraid that, like, someone would go and, like, find it and read it. (laughs) So I'm spilling all the details for the listeners. Oh, Jay, um, thank you. That I don't even tell, like, my friends about. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Now, okay, l- so now I have, wait, can yep. I
0: ask you one question before you, you continue?
2: Yeah.
0: Do you do you live alone?
2: No, I have a, a friend I live with.
0: OK, now, are you sure it's not this friend that's coming in in the middle of the night to do things to you?
2: I'm 100 percent positive.
0: You're positive. Yes. <laughs> OK, be- because that could be a possibility
2: or or maybe, I haven't had any female ones though. female oh female okay so it's, ones. It's, they're all male
0: so you live with a female she lives with a female oh, okay i live with female
2: yes
0: but maybe this female just just go with me here unlocks the door and other people come in in the middle of the night they're male is that possible
2: um well, not really because in these things, like a lot of them are part of them are invisible or their face is translucent okay. or I can see through them and then parts of their body look like a regular like person. So it's very like strange like that. Right. So I actually went through my journal. So there's two types. There's one sometimes where like I'm into it and then I'm like a little freaky. And then when I come out of it, I'm like, oh my God, I'm so ashamed. Like, I, you know, sometimes when you're like, do something when you're drunk the night before and you feel feel violated
0: so so mrs michaela which one do you think we should hear first i think
2: we should hear the the crazy one. The crazy one yeah okay let's hear the crazy one first okay so there was one little excerpt that i put in my journal that had kind of like words but you'll you'll get what they mean so okay so it started out that i was just in my bed so they all start out where i'm like in my bed and there's not really a transition to a like a dream like i know a lot of people Like, might get uh, astral dreams confused with, like, just regular sex dreams. But all these start and happen in my bed, right? So, like, I'm going to, like, bed and sometimes, like, right away I can feel, like, energy around me. Like, waves, like pressure or someone rubbing my hand. And then, like, as I go into more of a deep kind of meditative state where I'm kind of relaxing, kind of, like, falling asleep but still alert. Like, I can still think and it doesn't seem like... um, i've really it's kind of like an in-between twilight phase which i think okay. is the easiest way to describe
1: it yeah yeah right
0: yeah now just a question do, does like like sometimes is like your like heater break or your air condition's too low Scott anything like that believe in astral sex like like <laughs> is, is it possible like maybe like you know you're dehydrated or anything like that before this happens
2: Um, I don't think so because it happens quite a bit and like I'm in regular, like mine's like actually when I like, if I've been drinking a night, it doesn't happen. Okay. So it's like when I'm sober.
0: Okay. Okay. Wow. So it's actually
2: even more powerful when she's like completely sober.
0: Jenny with the whiskey already. Come on. Yeah. Yeah.
2: (laughs) When I'm drinking, I just pass out and like just go into normal drink state.
0: All right.
2: So, okay. So this, this little excerpt. So first it started out. So I was falling. I was kind of like in my bed. Um, I had one of my spirit guides. So I was a masculine and kind of a feminine spirit guide. So my masculine one is named Timothy. So I wrote in my journal, this was December 27th, 2019. So this is the only one that I found that I actually wrote down, but I have other ones stored in my memory. But okay, so he came in and he wrote B on my stomach. So this is when I'm like fully kind of awake, open my, like, you know what I mean? I can open my eyes. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, then, and then, so I started to go into a deeper meditative state because instead of seeing black, I started to see through my mind's eye. So he showed me like a maze in my mind's eye that looked like just a, just a kind of like a maze in my eye, in my mind's eye. So I stopped seeing black and I started to see this picture. Um, And then I felt another presence on top of me. Oh my God. Other other than this guy?
0: So two people? Yeah.
2: So so it was my, but the other one was my spirit guide was not um, like a creeper. And then I felt another presence on top of me. And then I put in my journal felt like a d so a penis like it was trying to hump me um and then I made a mention of another time because I didn't write about these things I wrote a couple of weeks ago I felt someone holding me down and pressing hard on my face and when I went to hold out my hand I felt multiple d's so basically what happened was like I felt my face being pressed down and at this point so sometimes when I'm when I, when I close my eyes, I just see, like, black. But then eventually, I feel like my mind's eye kind of kicks in, and I yes. can see my room oh. around me. Okay. Yeah. And then, like, I put out my hand, like, because I felt, like, something pressing down on my face, and I, like, kind of put it up my hand, and all of a sudden, I feel a penis in my hand. Oh, and my God. And I was God. like, oh, Good. my God. And it was, like, kind of shocking. Like, I didn't yeah. see anything in front of me. Like, it was invisible. I didn't see a person there, right? So then I move it over. So I move my hand over, and then another D in my huh? hand, and I'm trying to get away from them. Oh, my God. So... Yeah, so, and, and, like, spirit penises come in all shapes and sizes. Like, guys, I'm telling you, I've seen, like, massive ones, the skinniest pencil ones, and I've seen, like, the shortest mushroom ones. That like, it's, like <laughs> so, the craziest wait, 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 okay. thing ever.
0: So wait a second. Are you sure? Like, for some reason, you weren't, like, invited to, like, one of those, like, porn sets where they have all the guys and the one girl...
2: I like, know, it wasn't anything like that. Like, you know
0: what? This feels past life me like a glory hole. Okay, so it was like, said, like, so you didn't see anybody? You no,
2: did, I did, this one I didn't see anyone. You just sometimes, saw their
0: ding-dongs.
2: Like, I, I didn't even see it. I just felt it in my hands. So I, okay. at this, this time, sometimes I can see them. So I'll get into, a, like, that, another story after. But sometimes I can see them, like, where, like, a lot of times I can't see their face. Like, I'll right. see, uh, like, parts of their body. Sometimes, sometimes I'll see the face, but it's translucent. And then other times, like they're almost like completely invisible or I'll see clothes on them. And then they're, they're, what their kind of invisible. of Um, so one experience, the last experience well, that I on, remember.
0: Wait, 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 before we get to that last one. Oh, yeah. Okay. No, for the clothes, but. Oh, I was so, interested in the clothes. Yeah. Well, that's another, she's going to go into oh, yeah, that. Yeah, okay. So the, so basically you can, what you're saying is you cannot see their faces, their, their head, but you can see their other head yeah
2: like sometimes sometimes i don't most times i don't actually see the i just feel it in my hand or i feel them on top of me or they're translucent like i feel the pressure and then depends how deep i go into that kind of meditative state and sometimes the more into that state i go the more i can see but sometimes i'll just reach out and i'll feel it and i'm like so, and when i'm like not in the mood i like smack it away and i've been known to like dig my nails in and be, to try and get them away oh from me and normally, do they go
1: away or do they force themselves
2: uh sometimes like sometimes they'll go away and then other times like i have to get some support so i ask like my spirit guides to come help them get away That's or stressful. i do, ask uh, archangel do, michael to come I see protect my my me. Oh, okay.
0: did your roommate come in to help or no
2: no no she she's doesn't. like passed out she doesn't she, come like in. Okay. doesn't know anything that's going on <laughs> uh, now does this, does this happen when you're more exhausted
1: in life or your boundaries are low or does it not make difference you notice
2: the only difference is that i it's hap- it happens more when i've been in a dry spell when i haven't okay. been sexually active in the real 3d world <laughs> okay got it
0: so yeah. but so how often would you say this happens to you
2: um, honestly, there's sometimes that was happening like a few times a week, and oh. then sometimes it can go like every once every few weeks to so, like once oh, a God. month. You know what I mean? Like it, yeah. it really is depends.
0: It, is it now? I know you don't know what the guys look like, but you know what they look like down there. So is it the same looking ones down there every time?
2: No, they're all different. So and the thing is, okay, like the, the biggest thing too in the differences is that you can't don't feel okay. So you don't feel penetration. Right? But you feel like kind of a rubbing on tops, if you get what I mean, right? Like you can't, so there would be no G spot orgasms. It would just be a clitoral orgasm, right? Oh,
0: so you, wait, 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 whoa, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. hold on, wait, hold on a second. <laughs> wait, wait, let's step back here. Okay. So what you're telling me is that all <laughs> about is this three times. Okay. Let me just recap this for the listener here. So for, you're telling me about three times a week when you're not getting not, not all the
2: time okay
0: about three times a week or whatever but not all the time a bunch yeah. of faceless guys but you could see their other parts pretty clearly or feel, them or feel them at least feel right. them at least right well she yeah. knew the sizes and the shapes because she, she can feel them okay oh okay yeah, so you might yeah. feel so you're like helen keller yeah. of this thing she's like um, yeah helen keller you're yeah. like a helen keller yeah. okay
2: yes um, exactly <laughs> okay <laughs> and
0: then at the end of it i don't know how long it lasts you basically uh finish you 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 conclude your you yes. like orgasm so
2: so so there was one yeah so there was one the latest one i can think of okay that there was like a guy that walked up to the side of my bed and this one i could actually see he was in a beige suit it looked like a 1920s suit and he was wearing like a white shirt underneath i think he had his shirt kind of buttoned down because i could see a little bit of chest hair but it was like trim and he was like muscular and i remember thinking he was good looking so i think he i could see somewhat facial features but i think he may have been the one that was like kind of translucent where you can kind of see through them so you don't get a very clear look at their face but i could see his actual body and then i was like being bad so i was like down for that one and And like you (laughs) actually
1: (laughs) you're like (laughs) you're cute you're a hot ghost guy
2: the next day (laughs) (laughs) i was like okay i'm down for him you're like i'm
1: down (laughs) for you ghost boy (laughs) At the yeah. end, okay, wait, hold on. But if they're hot ghost this, boys, they got a chance with her.
0: Okay, right. Yeah. This exactly. is like my second week in a row of being like conjuring up my inner Howard Stern here. Okay, go ahead. Like, you know, and yes. by the way, Amanda, you know, our purple bomber kid, definitely used this guy on her honeymoon and yes. wedding, you know. Amanda that needs ghost guy. That could have changed her whole change.
1: thing. <laughs> Jane should give her the number. So what you're telling
0: me is at the end of the day or at the end of the night, whatever, you are completely mm-hmm. satisfied and you, and- It, the actual thing, I don't know what happens to a woman down there when that, that goes, I know for a guy, what happens, but that has happened to you.
2: Yeah. So like, I've like come out of it. Well, it's just like regular sex. Sometimes there's happy endings and sometimes there's not, you know, sometimes you'll be worked up and then I'm like up and out of my bed. And then I'm like, well, there was no finish there. And then other times it's like, I like, you know, come, come out from that phase and like, you know, something it just happened because i'm at the end
0: of that and, you know what i mean but yes. okay so it did so, so sometimes there's that happy
2: ending so she's sometimes
1: like, she's she yeah. says it's like a regular sexual experience where sometimes you're just like oh that was fun but i didn't come and then sometimes she's like oh no i came
0: when you were yeah. with dr paul do you finish
1: i don't visit sexually dr paul scott or but ever in any way i'm
0: obsessed this but there's no like nothing touches it
2: you down there like,
0: Not, or you're doing it yourself
2: Oh, he thinks. No, are you like, touching not, yourself? I'm, no, I'm not. See, because yeah. It just, I wake up.
0: It magic. No, I
2: wake up and it happens. Like and, and I'm still kind of like at the tail end of it, so you can kind of feel, let's say, the pulsating, right? So you yeah. know, like you know, you had the release, right? Wow, right? Oh, and, wow. Yeah. But has, has anyone it, physical ever body did too?
0: Now, since this happens so often, it sounds hot. Yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> this is fascinating. <laughs> okay. This is fascinating because has, has any, okay. So now you've done this a few times. Does, do you, does, does anyone like, do you say to your roommate, Hey, could you just come in, you know, midnight tonight and just watch me while I sleep? I know that's creepy and see what happens. Like if you suggested uh, yeah, that to her, but
2: it's so, uh, it's so unlike planned, you know, I don't think she'd see anything because sometimes I don't even see anything. You know what I mean? Like even like,
0: well, she might see some you like of these
2: people that come in,
0: she might see you like going back and forth. Like you were saying that pulsating thing.
2: Well, like, even when I, like, when I come to, like, my, like, it's not like my hands are there. You know what I mean? It's like, like, my body is kind of paralyzed. You know what I mean? Like, it's in the same position, but I feel like, yeah.
1: So do you feel like like it was with your astral self and not your physical self, although your physical self has, like, an
2: aftermath? yeah yeah so it's like I don't know maybe at some point there's a joining but yeah like I feel and with the astral you can always tell kind of when you kind of join back in but a lot of times I kind of stay it's like I'm in the astral phase but I'm still in my bed you know what I mean but eventually when my eyes are closed I eventually see my room around me and I can get you know what I mean I can get up and go but all these astral experiences happen in my bed and and I don't like there's not, it's just a smooth transition from when I'm just lying in bed, you know, with my eyes open and then closing my eyes and then they begin. Uh Like it's, it's a very, it's almost like it's a separate like dimension. I don't know. yeah, It's so hard to explain. It's so hard to even understand fully myself, you know, like it only happened the last few years. Like this isn't something that's always happened to me. And it's, pretty crazy like to explain like if i hadn't experienced these type of situations i don't think i would like believe someone else who talked about them you know
1: i believe you just because wow. i know you to be a logical yeah you know yeah. down-to-earth person and like you don't ever talk about this stuff like to anybody no. this is oh. that's why
0: we, we got the scoop here
1: yeah that's why she's being so brave coming on and yeah. t- telling us like stuff that she doesn't even tell anybody
0: now yeah this is okay so I have a couple more questions. Does it have to be your bed? Like if you're at a hotel, would it, could, oh, that's a good could it be that bed or no?
2: Um, I'm trying to think. Or, is,
0: or never happened that way.
2: Like I've had astral experiences. Like I remember one time I was on vacation and I had an astral experience where I left my body and I went out on our balcony, but I, there was no, I think it can happen. I think it can happen. I just can't recall, but I think it, it could possibly happen somewhere okay. else you know what I mean yeah but have you ever had w- an interaction it, with place like, where I'm lying down
1: have you ever had an interaction with an ex
2: um like I've had probably sex dreams but not astral not dreams. astral so like, like and there's, yeah and there's yeah there's a like there's a big difference a lot of times sex yeah. dreams are different places and then in astral you can think as if your logical self whereas yeah. almost a dream's almost like you're watching a movie or your words come out without thinking about them you know so there's that extra layer that you're like your mind's still awake but like sometimes when I'm in my bed and I'm like just like awake and I feel my bed kind of shaking I'm like is someone trying to hump me right now because I do not feel like being violated right now and I feel my bed shaking but I can't like that's the vibration thing
1: I was talking about that's That's when I was because I did like a little speech before this and I said yeah like a vibration of the bed or your body is like an, an indication that it's about to happen
0: Okay, where where were you at two? Yeah. Where were you at two thirty in the morning last night? Because I had an experience. I just want to make sure that
2: it wasn't Jay. What, wasn't Jay? Oh, I I was I was in bed.
0: Uh, well, Split yeah. I, I mean, that's where it happened. So that wasn't you, was it?
2: uh <laughs> I don't think I. No, I don't think I asked. Astral, astral I don't like think Jay would do that to you. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: She wouldn't do that to me. I don't feel
2: like that's Jay's. No. I never see people I know. It's like, honestly, it's people like, yeah. Do you feel like like it's past life related? I recognize. Do you ever think that? Because that's what I think. Maybe like, maybe the hot guy. That I was like excited about. And then... (laughs) Yeah, and then sometimes like I'm aggressive and then I'm like, oh my God, it's like, what was I doing there? And I'm like embarrassed after because I was like in the mood. And then I'm like, and then I literally, I think I sort of like scared them off sometimes because then I'm like grabby. And then I think about it after. I'm like, I'm never telling anyone about this. This is so embarrassing.
1: You freaked out the ghost guy?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they they were like, get away from me. And I'm like grabbing them. I'm like, come on, let's go.
0: (laughs) Is this the first time you've ever told this to anyone or you've told people?
2: Um, I... Told a little bit. I don't know if I told anyone about the astral sex. Probably my roommate, okay. but not very much because I don't get the best reaction. Wow. I <laughs> like mean... She kind of believes me, but she kind of is like, well, that's weird. I'd be careful with that. It's hard for yeah. people to relate to. Okay. You know what it yeah. is? And it's
1: hard, and, yeah.
0: I mean, I, I guess I have like just one last question. Would you... Yeah. Okay, and you know, you can be honest with us here. Do you, yeah. I mean, as you've been so honest, already (laughs) do you prefer the which is better is it the regular sex or the astral sex
2: i mean i'm assuming Um, you had uh,
0: the other one yeah
2: yeah so uh, okay the one good thing about astral is that you know sometimes you deal with like very large things right right and uh and that might hurt in real life but in astral there's no pain part of it to it you know um but then sometimes there's not as much pressure as the real life. So po- I think I'm going to go with obviously the real life thing, guys. Okay. <laughs> okay. Real
1: life, but, but it's close. It's close. She didn't think about it. She, it had to like, she had
2: to kind of go back and forth No, no, that. definitely real life. But that, is, uh, that was the one pro, I think, to like having it in Astral is there's no like you can deal with different, yeah. you know, big sizes, like, you know, the biggest size you've ever seen and there's no pain that would be good in real life i understand that
0: and mark was asking about that earlier yes
2: okay yeah oh yeah they're all different shapes and sizes like i've seen some weird ones like way weirder weirder than i've seen like in real life that's for sure
0: wow this is a Mm -hmm. facet this is just fascinating
2: jay
1: thank you so much for coming on and and telling us such and i feel like you're gonna help a lot of people who are having their own experiences and feel a little funny about it. So I appreciate you coming on and explaining this to us so much.
2: Okay. Well, thanks so much. Bye. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye-bye.
1: Well, that was the astral sex edition of this podcast. If you're still with me, thank you so much. Thank you to Jay for being so open. Thank you for to the Mystic Michaela spiritual family for giving us your stories and your input and as always this podcast is for you and about you and we appreciate you all. Take care, guys.